How's it going, everyone? Welcome to another episode of Soapstone. My name is Jake. I'm joined by my co-host, as always, Dave. How's it going tonight, Dave? I really wish you would let me do the intro just like once. Yeah. I feel kind of underappreciated. That's how it's going, <laughs> yeah. Jake. No, that's fair. I mean, feel- we did we did once, right? We had a back and forth for a while. I think there was like two times where I did it where like, hey, wouldn't it be funny if... Nobody cares. <laughs> I don't even care. It's, it's like um, when you're like, you're letting the kid like help you with chores or whatever you're like okay you can like dry off the dish and then they like break the first dish and you're just like i'm gonna take care of the rest of the dishes <laughs> the dishes shattered into a thousand pieces but no moisture good job right i think it was it was really just where you would open the intro and then like break off into a tangent of swears you know in the middle before asking me how i was doing i was gonna say it's a bad <laughs> habit but i don't think that it's bad i think swearing's fun yeah everybody needs a pastime i guess yeah, this is how. <laughs> Dave, what are you do? What are you up to tonight? <laughs> Probably just swearing, swearing and cussing up a storm, you know. <laughs> oh man, gee dang it, gee dang it. Uh, what do you want to talk about tonight? Everything, everything. Oof, that's a lot. Can we start start somewhere <laughs> <laughs> at the beginning? <laughs> I, I would was, love if like somebody had this on autoplay and they never read the title of the actual episode yeah. to know what the fuck we're talking about because we never introduced it correctly. It was one of my fears actually for um, episodes like with spoilers or things like that for maybe a recent game. We don't we usually cover older games, but say Sekiro. Like, what if they autoplayed to Sekiro and they're just like, "Oh man, these are this is all super spoilery." I we, feel like you should always assume spoilers unless they, it says no spoilers. Yeah. We took the de- we don't do audible disclaimers really anymore. We just put it in the description, so the people who listen with their ears instead of their eyes wouldn't pick up on that. Uh huh. Also, we uh, stopped doing audible, um, so yeah. our promotion codes no longer work. Right. Uh, please stop using soapstone. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody funny is if there actually was a promotional code for audible or soapstone. There's not. Like I'm they just have sure. one. Like yeah. If they ever contact us, somebody else's is what I'm thinking. Yeah. Like somebody else just gets credit for it. Oh man, no, we we don't get credit for anything. No. But today uh, we were gonna kind of go over since we recently did our year in review, we're gonna do the inverse, which is the upcoming year in theoretical <laughs> skepticism and possible promise question mark mm-hmm. or preview for short. Parentheses hopeful, parentheses not clickbait. Um, so yeah, yeah, there's been a lot of things that have been coming from like uh, game events such as E3 for right. like upcoming titles mm-hmm. or just uh, trailers here and there or stuff by the way. Yeah. Um, so we kind of constrain this a little bit. Like in the, in the pre-populated list of things that don't just spring to mind, it was specifically limited to this year. So. Where's Ghost of Tsushima? <laughs> so, uh, like, Diablo 4. That's not going to come up. We're not going to talk about Diablo 4. There's no uh, search engine optimization. I would for... definitely <laughs> never talk about Diablo 4. <laughs> right. <laughs> I, I, I think one of these days we'll have to find a term we can just purposefully make monotone throughout the episode just to see how many people we could trick into thinking it was copy-pasted. Just oh, like, you mean, like, we just consistently say monotone yeah like in, in the exact same tone every time i don't know it's let's do that sure. in the future and never actually do edits mm. 
<laughs> I'm already halfway there. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So what's the first one we got on our list here, Jake? So what first, is upcoming in 2020? First one on our list. Some of you could be playing at this very moment, <gasps> but are likely not because oh. playing a video game and listening to a podcast at the same time is reserved for only strand type games. But Yakuza, like a dragon. Yeah. Um, so I watched the trailer for this because I was not fully caught up. Um, also, I'm really behind on all of the Yakuza series. Right. Um, me, me too. <laughs> I've played a couple hours of Yakuza 0. I'm going to keep saying Yakuza instead of Yakuza. Yeah, I'm going to keep because... saying Yakuza too. It's like Sehiro, right? <laughs> Sehiro. Um, but yeah, it looks promising just because... Um, again played like three hours of yakuza zero yeah but holy fuck it's really good at putting you into the environment of the game uh the dialogue between characters and storyline is very immersive and takes its time yeah and you're in between stuff if you're going around in the city getting ramen doing karaoke standard japanese stuff yeah normal things um that's just like part of your day and then maybe you have a mission to like go hustle somebody for money or do other stuff as you progress the story uh but it it feels so good and rich yeah i agree it's uh it's kind of like i I compare and contrast this to like gta there's a lot of even though you're literally not like going out stealing cars exploring an open world so much it's going to be like a smaller space in most of these uh like yakuza games isn't usually like a like a couple city blocks yeah it's, it's like, actually a square map I'm yeah it's a, it's a square map literally <laughs> literally just a square um like you'll have fewer activities and things like that but from a narrative storytelling perspective i find it's much easier to get attached to or engaged in what's going on and the um, combat is dope as hell really good um feels good it makes you feel good whenever you can like pull off a combo or like uh, go flawless against a group of uh, a group of people um doing fighting mechanics in a uh in, in a game like this i feel like since it makes up so much of the game is really important and like the system for being able to flow between styles in yakuza is like just super satisfying yeah it is all around uh feel good environment feel good game then if you feel if you get like a little bit too tired you know just fighting people you're like i want some some mellow enjoyment don't want anything like that you can go manage your hostess club um and yakuza zero which is not this game but it's the previous one that i'm currently going through it seems like the plot of this upcoming game at least from the trailer is you're a guy who's in the yakuza you take the fall for somebody who done goofed yeah uh, and then you come out of prison 18 years later and you're kind of disowned by that family mm. and then it seems like you your character gets into some other antics like a dragon and uh yeah <laughs> but i think it's also the tie-in of i think you end up in china and mm. you're interacting a lot with the chinese mob interesting huh again this is just from the the trailer so. right like you'll have to forgive us for some translation issues like our japanese is spotty at best itadakimasu <laughs> <laughs> moshi Moshi? <laughs> Desu Jesus? <laughs> Nani? <laughs> All right, I'll stop there. Yeah, um, that's 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 Anything else you want to add on to Yakuza like a dragon? I hope that it's uh it's really good. I'll probably 
I could see myself picking this up after finishing Zero. Yeah. Um, I'm playing Zero on PC, and Like a Dragon, I believe, is just out for PS4 right now. But I have one of those, so I would consider it. Um, but uh, but yeah, I mean, I've played GTA, playing Saints Row, and I feel like as I've grown up, I can appreciate a game that is willing to take its time and yeah because it definitely is um so keeping my eye on it it's on the list but it's a good list it's not the bad list it's on the list okay. <laughs> i'm imagining you have a like a bad list you're mm-hmm. like dave dave paused too long before responding to you on the podcast <laughs> stab him. Uh, next one though coming out in february i don't think we've ever talked about this game before no is it a uh, Ori Will of the Wisps? That could be it. Yeah, mm-hmm. February eleventh. Um, how, how would you? How on a scale of zero to hype? How hype would you be for another some more Ori content? So I'm a fairly low energy guy uh, for the <laughs> most part. If you couldn't tell from my cadence and generally not caring about things, mm-hmm. but <laughs> I, I agree enthusiastically. <laughs> Shut up! <laughs> I really did enjoy the first Ori in the Blind Forest. Oh, it yeah. was. I mean, there's the whole episode, um, but it's just super solid and gorgeous and well-crafted. Um, but it seems like they're taking everything to the next level from what I've seen from the trailer. There'll be more levels. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's actually the same game. Uh, <laughs> new game plus. But the art style and for how much they're doing for layering. Because obviously you have like the... What's well, not the interpolated background, the uh, parallax. Yeah, where you have other things moving in the background and give it more of a three-dimensional feel. Yeah. Uh, they have a lot of these models. Everything from the trailer seemed to be like a giant monster, like a giant spider. Yeah, there was a lot of right? shit chasing you. It was like it was, they went from an owl to literally everything. Isn't yeah. Uh, it seems just very crazy. It's just really good at packing an action but making it fun. Mm-hmm. So I'm really looking forward to seeing where the fuck it goes. It's It's a definite pickup for me. Yeah. Because the first one was so solid, honestly. Yeah, the quality, the music, the art style, it's all just out of the park with Ori. And it looks like that's still going to be the case. Out of the park and into the downtown alleys. (laughs) (laughs) The thing I'm kind of curious about coming off of the trailer is since so much of the trailer is action-based, it kind of needs to be, you know, since it's a trailer and you're trying to draw people in. (laughs) Um, It's just you talking to NPCs. (laughs) Hey, what's up? Not much. How you doing? Uh you say that but like literally oblivion early showing was just like the npcs will live their day and they'll go around and they'll like eat food and they'll go to sleep and it was a dynamic system and that was <laughs> what a selling point. <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah uh hopefully it was interesting because in the first one the uh, bosses oftentimes were, were basically just kind of scripted sequences where you just kind of needed to find the solution yeah it wasn't that it was bad um and some of it was like intuitive but you it was designed so you could make a mistake quickly retry figure it out basically um so if there are like a lot of different bosses it'll be interesting to see how they handle them i think in uh will of the wisps um to see if they keep that uh that variety fresh but we can find out in february yeah um but like as far as i remember the previous game or the first game uh the combat seemed mostly you were left clicking or pressing whatever button on the controller uh, to kind of have your sprite fire out just at nearby things yeah mm-hmm. but in the trailer there's definitely a thing like where you kind of draw back and release like you're doing a volley shot with a bow huh okay so i'm wondering if 
that part of the combat has changed or it's part of the, like an, the upgrade tree or whatnot it's kind of uh it's kind of interesting um uh, for pc you have more control over the accuracy like in uh, while playing ori um so you can kind of angle your shots a little bit more more than just the auto mm-hmm. aim um but yeah i mean i i'm always a fan of kind of like dynamic control schemes like playing around with a controller like making things feel intuitive um give you more tactile feedback things like that so that would be an interesting way to implement a bow i think i'm sure like literally bobble has done it or something like that right <laughs> but uh, maybe but uh yeah we'll we'll see where, how it develops you actually made like a perfect segue and i've been sitting here thinking like if i wanted to use it or not to skip something in this list and that would be jumping to carrion which comes way later in the year i literally organized all of this but the reason i'm saying jump to carrion Mm -hmm. is because uh the tentacle monster you play as basically reaches out based off of the other control stick similar deal where you pull things in Dave's looking at me like, why would you ever make this segue? <laughs> I feel like I've definitely written some better segues that we don't use. I think it's just, um, it's it's an interesting control scheme where yeah. like one um, stick moves you around. You'll just like grab to everything in the direction that you're, you're pulling the stick. And the other stick is like uh, used to aggress people, like reach out and grab people, pull them into you, um, like grab walls and like rip pieces off, things like that. Hmm. Um I'm curious how that works as far as I'm going to say stickiness. Mm-hmm. Cause obviously like you can move your body and aggress towards, let's say a breakable wall. Yeah. But I'm not sure if you have to like snap back to kind of like yank it off or how that all ties together. Yeah. It's kind of got this, this weird, uh, octodadness to it, right? Where you're just like, Oh, the controls are so weird now that it's a hindrance. That's something yeah. to avoid in a game like this. It has to be also for the uninitiated, uh, Carrion is another Devolver digital title, which I think we mentioned <laughs> at some week in the past. But you are like this amorphous carnage beast, and you're escaping a facility and causing havoc. Mm-hmm. The trailer just looks fun. Yeah. It definitely seems to fit in that uh, platformy level space, kind of similar to like Katana Zero or other stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But if it's a cheap pickup, like 20 or under, yeah. Devolver Digital makes fun games. They really do. Uh, and this one's like also related to Ori because it's a 2D platformer. So there you go. <gasps> I'm, so I'm organizing funny. it. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, I watched, um, there's like a, a 10 minute gameplay video or something about it. Mm. Um, and it looks like it's got some, some cool upgrades. Like you uh, gain abilities as you're going through the game by like you you break out of a containment cell at the start of it which is just this little um uh kind of like a, a i still it's like the, it's like the tube that you held mewtwo in yeah exactly. but maybe it's not at a 45 degree angle maybe it's vertical one of those it's like that exactly and if you um, want to disconnect it the, the tubes come off and steam comes out <laughs> right but you got to like shake the stick to like break against the walls of mm-hmm. the the cylinder and actually like shatter it and get out but later you can find similar cylinders and like enter them to get an upgrade and like your whole body is like amorphous um and grows based off of how much you've consumed which is people <laughs> uh and but it's still like very malleable yeah. so even when you're gigantic which represents like a big health pool 
um, you can still fit through whatever gaps you need to. What is amorphous? Um, I've never heard of morphous. Hmm. It's like Morpheus, actually. Oh. Uh, that was supposed to be a joke, but that's also literally true, <laughs> which is change. <laughs> um, but yeah, the ability to fit through these, these little gaps. Um, you also create uh, uh, what seem to be like um, hearts of biological material like you're the freaking zerg right you're making zerg buildings like you're infesting things as you go exactly and it'll like corrupt the surrounding area and sometimes like tear down machinery and stuff for you uh, to like open a path um and then later there's enemies with armor and things like that you have to deal with in other ways such as usually you could just like grab a person who's running from you drag them towards you with your aggression like tendril uh, and then you'll that's what I'm gonna start calling it now. <laughs> by the way, this is my aggression tendril. Um, then you'll eat them and gain body mass. Um, but people with armored suits, like Kevlar stuff like that, you can't eat them. Uh, so you have to like just bash them against things to kill them, which is maybe something I shouldn't like smile when I say it. <laughs> you definitely looked and sounded happy there. <laughs> but it's it's a layer of interaction instead of just like you do a th- press a button and kill them you're actually slapping the stick to like throw them into the walls yeah and it doesn't it doesn't look like it's a complete pushover as far as difficulty because mm-hmm. the, the the demo actually died to like a couple guns um because they just weren't dealing with enemies well um so i'm glad there will be a challenge too you get smaller as you lose health so eventually you're just like ah maybe that's a strat poof right yeah harder to hit you it, go down to cellular cellular level <laughs> and then it's like uh infest a host i like the celery level too hopefully there's one of those in it but it takes you forever to get to the uh the checkpoint you're like fucking hey <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, i'm looking forward to that october 25th jumped ahead uh thanks to just the best segue the best the best um which one are you hit now because we're out of order yeah we're out of order i'm jumping back <laughs> you're out of order <laughs> Uh, it's a reference uh, to March 20th. There's a game we were, you were talking about on discord. I saw uh, very recently and oh. people have been posting um, videos. Oh yeah. I think this is true. <laughs> there, there are two O's. There's also uh, a D and an M mm-hmm. puts me in quite a mood to talk about <laughs> doom eternal. <laughs> I thought it was going to be Modo. <laughs> <laughs> Hello Modo. Um, yeah, it's just, if you liked Doom 2016, it looks like, in the same way with Ori, Will of the Wisps, Yeah, it looks like, hey, uh, this is what was great about it, let's build on everything <laughs> right. and make a good sequel. I was un- I was interested, in, I was interested to see how you were it's going to equate <laughs> right? Doom and Ori. <laughs> like they have similar themes, really. You get to know the mother character, you think the mother character dies, you give them a fruit. Um, no, <laughs> it's just... the plot of Doom Eternal? <laughs> oh. Every single trailer I've seen for it, it just makes me so hype. Oh, yeah. Because Doom 2016 puts you in the action, really makes you feel yeah. like Spider-Man. Really makes um, you feel like Doom guy. <laughs> <laughs> but just everything about it just looks so badass, mm-hmm. whether it's like the music or the the background art style because you're always like in space right Right now it seems like they have like ties in with like heaven and hell Mm -hmm. which i mean hell is kind of already there um but nothing about it looks bad they recently teased a sequence where 
I linked you this. Did you watch it? I have not yet. <laughs> I was oh. going to, and then I literally finished a different so game last night, a, late at night. I guess a part in the game, probably early on, I hope they wouldn't spoil anything too late, uh-huh. where you go up to an altar, and they have a... I think they're called Revenants. Mm-hmm. And it kind of goes into this Iron Maiden, and there's some other machinery around it. And yeah. you kind of put your hands on these two pedestals, and you essentially soul transfer into it oh. and then play as a revenant for a section oh nice huh there it was the uh the skeletal figure with it's like the, a skeletal guy with like a jetpack and like yep. rockets coming out of the jetpack. that's a revenant yeah yeah huh but that's just like one piece of all the things that they've kind of teased it's interesting to put that into the uh single player like that existed definitely in multiplayer for 2016 mm-hmm. um in a particular game mode but I mean, they're pretty strong, so I would I'd have fun playing with them in single player. I think just everything about it looks so so good and badass. That's probably the best way to phrase it. Yeah, it's like I wouldn't I wouldn't recommend going back and listening to our other episode on Doom because I made the intro too loud and that's gonna haunt me forever. <laughs> um, but <laughs> see, they, Dave remembers it too. Uh, but uh, it really just it has a focus on being fun more than anything else. Like, it's very fluid action. It's not like Gears of War mm-hmm. where it's kind of third person. You might have to hide behind something, find your opportunity to strike. Yeah. It's very rip and tear. You're going in there. You kill a guy into killing the next guy. Yeah. It's all very deliberate. Just drive and have fun. Mm-hmm. It's it's like it's like an arcade game if you had fun with arcade games. Like I don't particularly <laughs> like those, but they get you into the action. Yeah. It's not about everything surrounding it and... Uh, the uh doom eternal uh looks to continue that uh, which i'm a fan of because first person shooters could be so much better you know yeah i hope the next one's <laughs> not like a first person shooter on this. <laughs> that'd be funny i mean there is a person with a shooter because he has a gun on his arm it's barrett seven final fantasy seven the remake yeah, so this is actually the reason that I got a PS4 initially. Really? Well, one, um, they Nintendo wasn't doing anything at the time that looked interesting. Yeah. Xbox hasn't done anything since Halo 2, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. So it's like, oh, we're going to PS4. Oh, Knack. <laughs> yeah, that's solid. <laughs> you get him, Knack. <laughs> um, but I was like, I liked FF7. Yeah. I've still never officially beaten it because really? uh, the CD-ROM always had issues at points or some other bullshit. It was like three CDs. Even the Steam version had... Anyway. Um, <laughs> when it asks you to put in the CD, you know, that's when you're like, oh. Put in CD4, I'm like, oh, no. <laughs> but it just looks super crisp as far as uh, animation capabilities. Yeah. It seems to be going through the same story of FF7. Mm-hmm. Uh, just... They might kind of slightly diverged from the rpg gameplay i'm not sure right yeah that's kind of debated um i don't know when it'll come out and if they'll actually do it well, it's supposed I to be just, march eh. march 3rd they have a day on mm. it it's not even the month if it's just the month you know it's super sus but if there's a day on it it's less sus well how how excited are you for that if you are at all right because i remember like when final fantasy 15 came out was excited mm-hmm. and it was good but then at a point because it went from like open world to very linear yeah it just kind of like fell off are you expecting something similar here or like what are your thoughts like i don't know if it's an immediate pickup for me but it would definitely be something i'd want in the library 
some of it's going to come down to the implementation uh, because I'm not so much a fan of random encounters anymore. Uh, yeah, I feel that. It's uh, not particularly, I don't know, conducive to modern play pacing. And kind of the idea, we're talking about Doom and how it just gets out of your way unless you have fun. Random encounters are the opposite of that. They explicitly get in your way. Whether they're fun or not, depends on the moment to moment, like what you're trying to do. Imagine like driving to work and then like a cow just kind of starts crossing the road slowly. You're like, what? Come on. Yeah. And then you drive like another 30 feet and there's another cow. That's the problem with random encounters. <laughs> really, I did not realize I lived in pastoral, rural, you know, insert state here that has that. And Kansas. then the cow gets to go first. Ooh. <laughs> You've lost initiative. But uh, th- that aside, the gameplay, like just the combat, how it looks, um, the action packedness of it, it's definitely a word. Uh, it looks really good. Um, yeah. So I'm hoping that that can kind of carry. I, I'll probably wait for reviews. I'll, I'll check reviews on it to tell, help inform me about how early I want to pick it up. Yeah. If it's, if it's remotely mixed, I might not. Mm-hmm. Because like I picked up Death Stranding haven't beaten it yet i don't know if i'll get back to it just because like it's obviously a fun game and very creative and yada 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 Mm -hmm. but at the same time if it feels grindy and i'm not enjoying the process of the grind yeah um it's just gonna end up sitting on my shelf and i really like to try and avoid those if i can as reggie says if it's not fun what's the point I'll see you other players on the battle bus. <laughs> was that the next line? It's <laughs> not the next line. It's just a separate um. quiff. Um. <laughs> I like the merging of them, though. Um, hopefully it's good. Uh, I We've seen a lot of decent remakes uh, recently, um, especially in the Resident Evil franchise. Oh, yeah. They've been and crushing it. I think that uh, there, there's, there's a space for this. There's a lot of good games that could be reimagined and kind of reawakened. Did you guys like that edit? <laughs> <laughs> I actually, I thought about that as I made the sound. I was like, I wonder how like artificial that sounded since it was very quick. We'll modulate it later. Yeah, I'm not gonna. There's no way I'm gonna remember. Um, but yeah, for people who are never able to play it, you know, we're old men now. And is if you're like a young kid, you know, where are you going (laughs) (laughs) if you're a young kid and you're looking at final fantasy 7 the original like how are you how are you really going to get into that you have to be a very specific this is turning into a high iq meme (laughs) it's like you have to have 200 iq to really appreciate old final fantasy i mean i understand what you're saying where it's hard yeah yeah just like it's hard to go back to like deus ex or something right without maybe mods because of just how it feels and look me a bit clunky compared to what you're used to for current day yeah so i walked up to a guy then i crouched and i waited 20 seconds for my reticule to, to stop shrinking before i shot him great game, great game. <laughs> um, speaking of shooting and crouching uh-huh. half-life alex right but you have to actually crouch for this one yeah <laughs> so it's a vr half-life title mm-hmm. which is coming out for windows in march no shit yeah no right really early they are quick turnaround on this um 
I think they really just wanted to get ahead of any fan-made Half-Life Alex VR experiences. <laughs> well, I mean, to be fair, like they have like Black Mesa, I think was uh, mm-hmm. not the remake, maybe yeah. fan-made, but like a third party. Yeah, it was basically fan-made for um, Half-Life 1. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, it was just supposed to be a, uh, a VR for other purposes joke. Ah. Oh. Yeah. That's all right. Sex stuff. <laughs> so what are your thoughts on this being VR so and also being another actual Half-Life title by Valve? For the can the, the implications to the canon uh, kind of doesn't matter because this takes place before Half-Life 2. Um, so <coughs> from a certain perspective, I don't care. <laughs> like uh, for plot reasons, filling out what happens in the past is safe, but also because of that, a little bit less interesting to me. Um, it's not treading new ground. It's like, yeah, hey, how can we link these up? And you're like, oh my god, those things are connected. Yeah, it's like if you, if you if you're reading a book series, yeah, and you're just like, oh man, can't wait for the next one, and then it's like prequel. I feel like this is, it's going to sound like a personal attack against like someone's specific author, but I don't intend that. Kingdom Hearts? What? Um, <laughs> no, I get what you mean. You want to know what happens at that cliffhanger at the end of Half-Life 2. So the next Half-Life game not being literally, not, not addressing that in any capacity yeah. is um, somewhat underwhelming. But what about the actual VR piece of it? I mean, it's probably, so for a certain market, uh, it's gonna motivate a lot of people to buy vr sets um whether that's literally the one thousand dollar valve index or i've heard good things about (laughs) it but obviously like vr in general is like a very high price point compared to hey i'm gonna get a console yeah and like a game and a controller for a couple hundred bucks no matter where you look yeah um you're looking at several hundred you know 300 400 depending on what you're going for just for your entry point but i mean a thousand dollars is a lot a lot for a game right remember the last time you dropped a grand on something that wasn't car expenses or rent yeah, yeah. me neither um even the height of like playstation like new playstations and people were uh, scalping them and stuff like that they were they were selling them off for like 600 bucks maybe a little bit more maybe like up to eight but that's you know yeah i don't know there's other ways to play this game you obviously don't need vr at all i believe to play through it um at the very least, you could use it's a very be a cheap shitty set. Windows port. <laughs> yeah, I, know, right? I feel like the the intention is to drive you uh, sales VR. for VR and Index specifically. Mm-hmm. Um, so I hope that works out for them, and it's not just uh, nobody picks it up because it's VR based. So my question would be: so anytime Valve has come out with something and they're like, "This is this is the launch," like uh, they've tried to coincide with pushing hardware or pushing the what the was artifact <laughs> well <laughs> yeah what was artifact that's a great question and Sep- we don't have time to episode, that, yeah. episode. <laughs> but uh for like half-life mm-hmm. it's like boom uh fps's can be more than just like doom clones half-life 2 gravity gun that's the subtitle of the game i'm pretty sure right <laughs> but it's like here's here's more stuff you can do with fps We're also don't touch mind. the sand yeah don't touch the sand just in general um so is half-life alex supposed to be that for vr you know is this supposed to actually make vr mainstream in ways that the power glove never could 
I just it's like the that coolest. <laughs> um, I don't know. This is something that I, like, I will follow up on as far as like uh, keeping tabs. Mm-hmm. But I have no intention to remotely get into this unless everyone's like, Dave, you gotta. <laughs> right. This is a life-changing experience. This is it. I, it's, I mean, Valve is uh, they're willing to put Half-Life in the title, which is something some people thought would never happen. So who knows we'll see uh see how and if it changes the industry uh in march but as i just said for the previous one it's just march it doesn't have a day on it Mm. that means this could get pushed back decades (laughs) (laughs) um what uh already has been pushed back but thankfully not decades is a cyberpunk 2077 which was meant to come out in april and has been pushed back all the way to september still gonna be good though <laughs> yeah i think they are gonna put like the love and care into it um because they have to mm-hmm. for sure um it I mean it looks have you heard of have you heard of cyberpunk <laughs> have we used cyberpunk music for like an intro or no. an outro for no. a year or an e3 episode perhaps it just it looks like a very good immersive first person rpg mm-hmm I really hope they don't fuck it up. I'm expecting like any game on launch is going to have some technical issues and some other foibles and things. Yeah, um, I like that word. But it's a very anticipated title for sure. I've honestly not delved into any of the Cyberpunk series, right? But this looks solid <laughs> the, and has Keanu Reeves, like so. the pen, pen and paper <laughs> games that preceded <laughs> this one. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't. I don't write things anymore. I think it was the like. I'm pretty sure it was based off Cyberpunk 2022. Mm-hmm. It was like the pen and paper game. Now, <laughs> if you released a game dated 2022, now you just a Madden game, <laughs> right? That's fair. You're That's just fair. like two years. <laughs> what's the world gonna look like? <laughs> Maybe a little less fantasy at that point. Um, well, we're hitting the. Uh, I'm forgetting terms for these theories. Mm-hmm. Not the super confluence, but I couldn't tell you. What is it when AI becomes? Oh, right, right. Singularity or Singularity, something. Singularity, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. Maybe that'll happen, and then they'll be like, we gotta make better video games. <laughs> like, you're right, robots, good call. <laughs> Get on that. <laughs> yeah, no, Cyberpunk is obviously super hype. We've already talked about it a bit. I was planning on taking time off for it in April, but instead I guess I'll go to some guy's wedding. Um, so I'll skip somebody's wedding in September and take time off for it then. Uh, this is, I mean, I'm very hyped for this. If there is a meter, this would be like off. Yeah. The if end of if the Jake meter. takes off, like he uses his vacation for a video game. Uh-huh. To be fair, he always uses it for a video game. Right. What else but, are you going to use it for? Yeah. Like those are games that he actually is really hyped for. I think you did it for Red Dead 2 as well. Uh, yeah, I think so. I think you're right. It took like a couple days for that. The last big one was Fallout 4, which was like, a, I think two weeks, something mm-hmm. like that. But or a full week more likely um but yeah thankfully didn't for 76 and i'm hoping for more uh from from cyberpunk so uh cd project red obviously makes great games you know better tv shows obviously they have you even watched that i haven't seen it they didn't make it (laughs) i didn't think they did no but but i knew that you were talking about the witcher series yeah um but uh we'll see how uh witcher's looking 
uh, about a thousand years into the future. Yeah. With Keanu Reeves. Um, a game that doesn't have Keanu Reeves, as I scroll down to you see what it would be. You have the worst <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but it's a thing at this point. Um, I don't know. Is there is there a Last of Us Part 2? Is there room for that in your heart? Oh, my God. <laughs> so, it's probably right up there with Doom Eternal for me. To be fair, they're very different games. <laughs> that's not a. That's not too much of a. Last of Us Two, obviously, not as uh, action and demon slaying based. I would be surprised. <laughs> there are very few games where I have played, and then afterwards had a bit of a sense of ennui, mm. and just Ooh, like yeah, yeah, I was just very like holy shit. So some of those were the initial Bioshock, Bioshock Infinite, yeah, um, Deus Ex: Human Revolution. Whereas, like, this is a fucking step up in quality of game. Yeah. And then I've actually, like, thought about things afterwards. You're like, holy fuck, the whole thing was great. Yeah. It's and like, Last of Us is one of those. Because I was so invested in the story. Oh, my gosh, yeah. Every single thing about it is great. And then it doesn't have, like, this super simple, clean-cut ending. Yeah. Where a lot of games are like, all right, we're in the end game. It's kind of trying to wrap it up in some yada yada. Yeah. Afterwards, is like, that's fucked up. But I love it. Yeah, we oh. we haven't done an episode on the first one. It's a yet, very long game, but it's actually not even like that long. I think how long did I we, could do it from memory? Probably it, it has like I think it's like sixteen hours. It's like doable, maybe maybe like twenty. But um, I would expect that we will probably have an episode on it, like maybe after the second one and the episode on the second one. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it wouldn't wouldn't surprise me at all. It's a lot of people's favorite game it's it's just so insanely good it also like strikes a balance um between all of its mechanics which is really impressive the storytelling the character development the actual moment-to-moment gameplay the combat all of that looks like it's still going to be present in the second one yeah and then they've done like it's kind of like a tech demo the trailers for the second one where it's like oh if you get like pierced with an arrow there's dynamic animations depending on like where you actually get shot and all of this and i'm just like they're definitely gonna add some cool stuff right but i think the only thing we know right now is you at least start out as playing mm-hmm. our favorite young lesbian ellie <laughs> right i was gonna say and ellie kisses a girl and then you said kind <laughs> <laughs> of um, <laughs> there's theories as to whether or not joel is alive mm-hmm. i hope so because right. their relationship was like a huge factor uh, in the first game mm-hmm but holy shit, this is something that I'm going to, when I get it, I will play only that and maybe have like half hour breaks for like food, <laughs> Minecraft, Discord, be like, all right, guys, I'm going back in. <laughs> it looks nuts. It's like The Walking Dead, but if it was good. Take that, Rick Grimes. <laughs> Speaking of zombies, also that's man. how you do a transition. Oh, man. Well, I'm conveniently it, Jake it, put Dying Light easier. 2 afterwards. So thank yeah. you. Uh, so yeah, last of us in May. Dying Light 2 is in spring. This is even more <laughs> generic than a month, which means spring? this game may not come Maybe? out. <laughs> Maybe it's like it's it's not a gear or like a coil. So technically, it could come out in a year. Within the year, I mean. I like you making spring puns. <laughs> <laughs> I actually do appreciate it. Um, but yeah, Dying Light 2, we did an episode on one. Um, usually, I think a game like this would be a little more under the radar for us. I don't know if we would bring it up in a uh, preview, so to speak. 
but we did play the first one and we covered it as an episode yeah it's for a some, solid game i was gonna say for some reason and you said it's a solid <laughs> game at the same time i mean it is a solid game it is um but it's not anything that i would tell people like hey you have to check this out yeah <laughs> my it's, god i played a zombie game and it changed my life yeah <laughs> because it has a co-op as an option it's definitely like a good pickup on sale oh yeah but not a you have to get this as soon as it comes out as a, as a co-op action zombie game with like some skill tree survival stuff it's actually really hard to beat it for the yeah. experience it provides it's just action specifically yeah because you're killing a lot of zombies and you're doing parkour stuff mm-hmm. and jake was drop kicking zombies into spikes <laughs> we spent <laughs> we spent too long just camping zombies Far- farming zombies yeah. it has a lot of fun pieces of it and it seems like the sequel again like most sequels is trying to build off of that yeah um definitely a lot more cinematic better graphics mm-hmm. i assume they're adding more other things but one of my issues with this game series now yeah is when it goes to the cinematic portions it feels like you're just kind of along for a movie sequence yeah. or it's like a god of war hey here's your quick time event or something yeah i'm not as keen on that as just give me a cin- nice cinematic or give me gameplay yeah it just seems to strike a weird balance in my eyes and the first one like even sabotages themselves a little bit i remembered if one person was like gonna trigger a cinematic or something it would pull the other person to them they had like a tether system yeah so i mean that's that's kind of anti-fun hopefully they resolve that my hopes for this one um agreeing with all of your points regarding uh kind of pushing people into cinematic experiences i hope they just improve the moment to moment gameplay they reduce those instances of jarring transitions yeah um and they just like the core of what this game could offer is like actually really good um as far as like an action gameplay experience with skill trees and things like that all they need to do is grind off some of the edges that the first one had and uh improve those systems a bit and i think this would be a really good game i'd recommend to people um so hopefully they attain it in spring 2020 this should just be like hopefully 2020 <laughs> <laughs> hopefully 2020 that's a, that's it, a baseline like we can we'll see e3 yeah um next is carrion <laughs> wait <laughs> just, a second just kidding uh there's another we game have a lot of sequels this year yeah this is the year of the two psychonauts too and then two zeros which I, which is also two 200 <laughs> <laughs> well no there's twos in the 2020 but then there's also two zeros so take that conspiracy theorists run with that that's the convergence it's coming <laughs> psychonauts too um crazy crazy astronauts we haven't done psychonauts one yet we might at some point yeah it's probably um, pretty long i feel like psychonauts one took like it forever is. to beat but i don't know how much of that's bad action like bad like adventure game on my part it, it's been a while but it, it's a double fun game mm-hmm. tim schaefer's baby mm-hmm. and it has a lot of great content in it because of that oh yeah he has a great unique sense of humor and everything about it's just like quirky or really fun gameplay all of the levels were kind of vastly diverse was like hey here's this new thing yeah uh we're gonna throw some random bullshit at you go yeah it's like the novelty just didn't wear off through the entire game that's the crazy thing 
usually games have to rely on like a core gameplay loop that's like really fun and stuff psychonauts just ran off of writing and novelty through the entire thing hey wouldn't this be fun yeah throw it in yeah milkman <laughs> i'm the milkman my milk is delicious <laughs> <laughs> or the one time where you were going around as gogalore mm-hmm. oh then the the city yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. and like they just do really cool stuff like that um so the fact that they have a sequel is partially funded by me from being a backer right um but also well, well, we got to disclaim that <laughs> you got shares in this I have investment in this product but also um i think that this was rumored many years ago yeah mm-hmm. when i think tim schaefer made a post on twitter or something and notch back they said like hey uh, i will throw money at this to make it happen yeah so it's cool to see that this is actually becoming a sequel um it's just gonna be so hard to top the first one yeah i don't even know if i would aim for topping it if they could match it that would be pretty well amazing um because it was a solid game but it's fairly dated now it is yeah gameplay wise uh like controls it was one of those kind of games where like all right toggle to first person and you're 3d legitimate game um the first time i played through i got stuck in the meat circus for like two hours right because there's a part where like water's rising you have to climb this grate and then turn and jump off of something yeah and i forget if i was using master keyboard or a controller but it was just not not working meat circus is more than just a use euphemism folks but feel free to visit anytime no tickets required (laughs) yeah no i uh i really hope double fine pulls this off i think they need psychonauts too as you mentioned it was crowdfunded so usually dave offers to buy listeners games but in this case if you buy the game dave gets money i think um pretty sure that's how crowdfunding (laughs) works (laughs) um no i i I really hope that they can pull it off because double fine needs a a big win to uh keep a lot of their um their momentum going yeah Uh, some things that they've had come out have been kind of underwhelming or like i don't really hear too much about or they're good but they're like really short or something like i think they they didn't do a hat in time but the um no 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 the babushka dolls stacking stacking yeah was that them <laughs> no no that was a double fine game yeah yeah that's re- the that reason why i picked it up many years ago mm-hmm. i'm like double fine yeah i'm pretty sure babushka is also russian for grandma so there's a there's a word for those dolls <laughs> i just don't know what it is russian nesting dolls yeah it's uh there's a word for it but yeah yeah i don't i don't know what it is so <laughs> there's a word for it dave <laughs> I, I believe you yeah um psychonauts too though so a lot of people really looking forward to this um a lot of people literally just track double fine because of psychonauts and how great a game the first one was so so one thing i appreciated pressure from uh playing i'll talk about this every time Mm -hmm. in the beginning cutscene of brutal legend there's the the main character forget his name yeah yeah. brute Brute. (laughs) yes (laughs) jack black (laughs) jack black's character he's a roadie for this band and this the band kind of like new age and kind of snobby kids yeah but the one guitarist like goes up on climbs up on top of this aperture and is doing like this dance on top before he ends up falling yeah the dance he does is a dance that raz does in uh psychonauts that's great it's like the i'm not gonna describe right the dance. yeah um dave moved his right hand horizontally left and right Kind of, kind of like the it's, Egyptian. Yeah, it's kind of yeah. like this. It's like, eh, eh, mm-hmm. eh. 
Yeah. It's a stupid kid dance, but yeah. I just appreciated the reference there. Like, a, I'm not going to keep describing this. It's like a, a turntable slash record swipe a little bit, but heightened elevation. The thing is, like, the <laughs> only person who's going to appreciate me talking about this is probably Ian. Yeah, that's fine. This um, is, we did this all for you. <laughs> the whole podcast, it's, it's for you, buddy. Uh, yeah, but Psychonauts hopefully good as many things again the trend for this year <laughs> i hope it sucks hopefully good um oh boy oh geez uh oh boy uh so is this supposed to be a sequel or a remake i don't know i feel like it's supposed to be a remake probably but maybe a sequel so system shock psychonauts also doesn't have even a season it's just 2020 <laughs> so there's that. But System Shock also is just 2020. And I'm more concerned about this one than Psychonauts. Out of everything in this list, it has the worst trailer or gameplay demo. It's like listed as pre-alpha. Yeah. But System Shock, if correct me if I'm wrong, mm-hmm. is supposed to be the progenitor for a lot of games like Bioshock. If it has Shock. Prey. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um any type of like first person RPG that yeah. kind of set the the baseline like, hey, here's what we're doing. <laughs> yeah. Even like even a game like Dead Space actually has a lot it owes to System Shock. Like exploring a relatively either mutant or technology haunted space in an RPG with character choices and development and mutations and things like that. That's all that's all system shock. Mm-hmm. Like they they blazed that path um and i actually played system shock too and, and beat it uh, with some changes the control scheme is uh, actually playable and it's not bad it's like it's a, it's a solid adventure game immersive sims have developed since then but this probably launched the genre in my mind uh don't go to wikipedia and prove me wrong i thought immersive sim is if you played the sims in first person you show up to the, the house as a contractor. You're like, we're going to put a pool here. They're like, this is our home. <laughs> I don't know, I've I removed just, the ladders. I just listened to the voice in the sky. <laughs> God told me to put a pool in the middle of your house. What time should you like your baby cooked at? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It just walks in. Everybody needs to pee. They're like, I can't go. He won't let me. Uh, so, yeah, it's like that. But um, pretty, uh, pretty iconic uh character shodan is the the ai you kind of struggle against here um and like just great 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 lines the the her traditional one is a a look at you hacker and she calls you like a writhing pile of filth and me or something like that it's great it's great um but super derisive a great antagonist um man i wonder if that's ever been done by anybody oh portal (laughs) yeah actually yeah there's there's a lot of similarities you can make there um but looking back on system shock it's well in the past like how how long ago it's like 99 oh my god i wasn't even born (laughs) that's Shh, don't let them know how old I am. <laughs> Dave's over here <laughs> his booster seat recording the podcast. I know I'm short, but damn, Jake. Uh, the thing is, though, you could literally have been born in 2000. You'd still be 20 years old. Dude, don't do that to me. <laughs> don't tell me the 90s weren't 10 years ago. Oh, like, man. But, um, like 20 years ago. Shit. 
Yeah, it's been a, a really long time. Um, I believe that some of the people maybe from the original project are on this, but for the most part, it's divergent. And uh, I think that um, there's a lot of hesitancy for, uh, for, I have a lot of reservations about this. There's so many ways they can screw it up. The demo didn't look, or the trailer kind of looked It more looked very rendered. like early Unity type stuff. Yeah. And it's not to say like, I wouldn't check it out later if they have other things. Yes. But uh, early door is not looking super enticing. And I don't think it's going to come out this year. Technically, it's 2020, yeah. but a, a lot of what they've showed shows like it's to drum up investor interest to actually like get it finished, get some time in it. Yeah. Um, I really want it to be good. Like, like high up there for a lot of potential as a series. Obviously, we like these kinds of games, you know, Bioshock, um, Prey, things like that. Nothing like a good immersive sim. Yeah, like new Deus Ex, even. Like, mm-hmm. um, but it has to be in the right hands, and it's really easy to mess up those games and just be like, what am I doing? I'm going to play something else. So we'll see, but that's definitely a wait for reviews when it comes out in 2030 by a different company. Speaking of waiting for reviews, <laughs> uh, the next one on the list is Vampire the Masquerade, which I put on the list again for Ian. We did it all for you. Uh, Bloodlines 2, which is just this year also, not specific to a month or a release date. But uh, we haven't seen a lot of it. There was a trailer. Didn't look very good. It actually has a lot of downvotes, downvotes, down thumbs, thumbs down. Probably a thumbs down. Let's go thumbs down. <laughs> <laughs> well, we gotta watch out for those down thumbs. <laughs> There's a finger and it's pointing down. It's the primary, the largest finger. But yeah, um, it uh, doesn't look super great. And I wanted it to be so much better because the base game was heck of fun. And uh, there's not that many good vampire games. <laughs> no, <laughs> it's kind of a niche space where they want to be edgy and need to be edgy but i don't know how you do it i again i can't speak too much to it i don't follow hmm. uh masquerade games or i can't think of any vampire games i really played yeah there's not that outside many. of skyrim question mark right i guess that technically counts sims also hey if you have the right <laughs> dlc we're back to the sims um i don't know i have higher hopes for the series than i do this particular game it's been tortured ccp picked it up at one point the creators of eve they literally had world of darkness licensing ip oh, wow. and they're like hey let's make a world of darkness mmo ian and i collectively lost our minds um but as vampires themselves uh the products in the series never see the light of day <laughs> that was your best one <laughs> holy shit that's a round of applause for Jake. that was an awesome joke uh, so anyways someday maybe but much more likely to come out ending on a high note no more heroes three yeah girl for the switch so for those who remember uh no more heroes first came out on the wii because you have the the nunchuck yeah and that was kind of like the huge draw of you are actually using the nunchuck to swing your light sword and then to recharge his battery power you jerk off the air um but it's just so it has a very anime feel for being over the top as Travis touched down and you're just a mercenary because 
you want money yeah <laughs> to then play video games and stuff and you're like that wisecracking dumb cool guy trying to be cool guy uh, but you the game is just a series of boss fights mm-hmm. kind of like fury, fury in that way mm-hmm. um but each one is very unique and fun but the series is difficult for me at least but it's always really fucking cool and the trailer for three is probably the best trailer i've seen yeah it beats doom eternal's trailer it's the best as as, like well made yeah because it's this whole fucking anime storyline i'm like what the fuck am i watching (laughs) you're watching anime (laughs) and then you don't know it's no more heroes 3 until like the last 10 seconds you're like fucking what (laughs) but for any of these games i would say if you're interested check out the trailer (coughs) yeah um form your own feedback uh and thoughts have your own opinion stand up for yourself god damn it yeah don't do that listen to us (laughs) (laughs) fucking sheeple (laughs) but it it really does look good and it's just i had a lot of enjoyment as far as playing the game and just like swinging around like a fucking madman yeah so i I imagine like with the the switch you're gonna have like the little attachments mm-hmm. to use in the same way right the and, uh the joy cons have motion controls as well yeah yeah and this would be like the first game that i would have used motion controls for outside of um ring fit trainer <laughs> ring fit adventure you know what's gonna be funny though is they'll have motion controls for the joy cons but they'll have to explicitly disable them when they're plugged in to the switch itself oh my Just god like, <laughs> the whole thing <laughs> imagine oh. like you're trying to like see the screen but you're also trying to like attack somebody <laughs> oh. game sucks not intuitive gameplay I, so i shake the left side of the, the switch <laughs> up and down as fast as possible oh man i'm i'm actually really excited for this i like basically didn't care about the series prior to this because i didn't have nintendo consoles after yeah. n64 and then i saw the freaking anime opening and travis touchdowns uh like lines at the end of the trailer when he's just like uh 2020 release ha, good luck and there's like ends the trailer i'm like i love this already yeah. like i i, I want to buy this immediately and they themselves are making fun of the fact that they are trying to release it this year the self-awareness is just so refreshing uh for this i, I don't know it is appreciated there's actually a game that we did not put on this list hmm. but i heard that uh Animal Crossing is carrying. supposed to come out. Yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> carrying. Yeah, carrying. Give me the year. Give me the year. Uh, yeah, um, that's, I'm glad you reminded uh, me and also our listeners that Animal Crossing's come out because I would have never lived that down had we not mentioned it. Yeah. Um, Animal Crossing has always been amazing as a series for like a nice feel-good game mm-hmm. and like working your town, building your house, paying off your debts right <laughs> doing random stuff american life simulator Catching fish <laughs> <laughs> um it's just oh kk slider come on yeah, yeah and much of other stuff that i've missed since the first game yeah i played on gamecube and then just never got a handhold de- handheld device mm-hmm. and as i called them hand holding devices <laughs> right <laughs> the computer is holding my hand <laughs> uh anytime we can mention kk slider i appreciate it because then i can use any of his tracks as that is how licensing works yeah yeah um man i wish <laughs> but uh i had no idea what animal crossing was for the longest time i was just like she mean like animals cross a road it's like harvest moon but with furries <laughs> right i was like you know 
some people just call it frogger like it's the same thing (laughs) (laughs) it's the expansion of that you can now be a goat or a bull or a chicken harvest moon was so good until stardew valley Mm. it's tough but yeah animal crossing i'm probably gonna have to buy this one for my wife because uh she's gonna make me so that's life or she may buy it herself you know with money but any other way it'll end up on this switch <laughs> <laughs> you'll get a chance to play it then yeah i mean i probably won't but she will but yeah there's a lot of good stuff coming out obviously not everything's on the list mm-hmm. uh because no, it is. <laughs> this is it <laughs> because we like starting controversy mm-hmm. for all those uh, arguments on our discussion board on facebook there's a lot <laughs> just check it out one time you have to post a comment first then you'll see the full thread it saves you some clicks instead of googling tumbleweed um mm-hmm. which is pretty cool yeah so we'll see uh see how it looks uh, a lot of bit bright shining stars this year and then some of games that uh, probably will never come out or will take a long time to come out so or they'll come out and they'll be real bad yeah poopy stars but <laughs> the, the, the least the thing you want to get least in i think i made one of those in katamari damashi ah the poopy stuff <laughs> what have you done i should never have had kids <laughs> says the king but yeah uh good year good year <laughs> hasn't happened yet uh as always you can contact us on the facebook at facebook.com slash soapstone podcast or if you don't like joining the discussion, because you also uh, dislike direct contact with other human beings, um, you can send us a uh, electronic email at gmail, which is soapstonepodcast at gmail.com. <laughs> if, if I wasn't staring at Dave's silent judgment, <laughs> I may, maybe could get through it. You said electronic email. like so, It's like saying ATM, ATM machine. machine. Yeah. Uh, I'm just here to make people uncomfortable. You're doing a great job. (laughs) As always, we'll see you in the next one.